From WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University, this is Sessions from Studio A. Sessions from Studio A is a showcase featuring the best original music from our region and bringing the artists' live performances to you, wherever you are listening in from. I'm Spencer Tritt, and I'm excited to welcome back to the show this week the multi-talented Emily Hurd. She's a musician, a mother, and chef and owner of the Norwegian in Rockford. Stay tuned as we talk with Emily Hurd this hour and hear music from her new record, Nightshades. That's all coming up right after the news on this week's edition of Sessions from Studio A. This is Sessions from Studio A. I'm your host, Spencer Tritt, and our guest this week is Rockford singer-songwriter Emily Hurd. She plays Americana music with a bit of a country twist, and when she's not writing songs, you can find Emily working on another passion of hers. That's food. She's a professional chef and owner of The Norwegian, located on North Main Street in Rockford. Despite the chaos of being a restaurant owner in 2020, she also found time to release a new record last year. That album is called Nightshades and is available now on emilyherd.com and streaming on Spotify. We'll hear music from that new album recorded live in Studio A, and I'll talk with Emily this hour about the challenges faced by the restaurant industry over this past year. Let's start things off with some music. This is Emily Hurd on Sessions from Studio A. This is a tune called Shot in Hell. Uh, I wrote it during uh, quarantine. Um, you know, we just had a lot of stuff happening at the restaurant, uh, you know, vandalism or whatever. And I remember coming in and uh, just checking on the place and watering some plants and looking at uh, the barbers that were next door to me and just making eye contact with them and masks and just looking and kind of shaking our heads and not really knowing what to say, but kind of giving each other that, uh, you know, best to you comrade look and, um, I just kind of ran with that feeling of, wow, this is really tough, but let's keep going um, kind of feeling. And that's what this tune started with. And then it moved into this song. Silence talks a mile a minute when your tongue is tired. Nothing but the sound of till we break the ice oh how's your mother how's your brother are they doing fine all the talk is small talk when you're fishing for a line oh what a moon oh what a sky we ain't got a shot in hell but heaven knows i try every moves an omen when you're Looking for a sign Stars will show up front and center If you want them to align Oh, how's the feeling that you're feeling? Is it much like mine? Oh, God, I'd give somebody's millions Just to read your mind Oh, what a moon Oh, what a sky We ain't got a shot Seconds feel like hours when you're running out of time. Well, that must be a good bartender who's cutting off my wine. Oh, how you doing? Are you human? Won't you meet my eye? If memory serves me, I'm sure we used to be more fine. Slim. 
tune called Talk Don't Talk. I um, actually wrote it while I was laying in bed one night and it just kind of popped into my head and then I built a song off the idea. Um, it's been a year of a lot of people talking a lot. Um, I, you know, a lot of wind gets blown in a lot of different directions and um, you don't see a lot behind it often, especially with everyone um, quarantining and things like that. So uh, it's a tune about... Um, wanting people to put a little bit of action and maybe um, more behind the words. So this is a tune called Talk, Don't Talk. Well, talk, don't talk anymore. Show me what you mean. Emily Hurd. I'm a songwriter and I don't think I've chosen my style of music yet. Um, I just like to write songs and then I try to feel out where they need to live based on what they are. I guess I, I guess that basically means I'm a folk writer. 
So we were talking about this before the interview in the studio. You've been on the show before and just how much things have changed since your last appearance in yeah. Studio A. It feels yeah. like a whole new world, kind of. Pretty drastically for everybody. I think I remember when you were here last, you just had a new baby, I believe, and the restaurant was being set up. Yeah. How have things... <laughs> <laughs> let's so see. let's talk about um, life. Where, yeah, where life has take, sure. taken us oh. in those past two years. Yeah, I think like all of us, the last two years, I'm I'm not any different than the, from anybody else. Two years of doing an awful lot. Um, I had that baby <laughs> that I think that uh, maybe yes. I was pregnant when I was here. She actually gave us a run for our money. She had a rare um, syndrome, and we, she was actually a children uh, a patient at the Children's Hospital up in Madison for a while. Um, wow. We had some surgeries. We made it through that, and we're so lucky. She's, she's doing good now. She's doing great. Oh, she is good. a little sprite of a girl, um, real stubborn and willful, and I have no idea where she gets it from. Um, <laughs> anyhow, she's great. Um, and then the restaurant, after, as soon as she got well, um, I finished building the restaurant, and then the restaurant was doing really well and for a new restaurant. That's the Norwegian in Rockford for yeah. folks that don't know. Yeah, uh, and that's been a wild ride. Staff and I have had a really good time with that. We've uh, we made it a year and three months before uh, COVID hit, and then we shut down and. Uh, then when they allowed us to open for outdoor dining, we did that. And, oh, and during that break, I wrote a record, which is what I'm doing here. And then, um, and then, uh, we just now, uh, you know, we're told that, you know, we couldn't do indoor dining anymore. So we're shutting down again and, uh, turning our restaurant that is just a little under two years old into a indoor market where people can shop, um, with masks on. And so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys figured out a way to sort of reinvent it in these weird times to keep going. Yeah, um, well, I've got a pretty strong motivator. I've got I've got the best staff in town. I've got to figure out something, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really for them. Um, you know, it, it, when you own a building, it, it just costs a lot to turn the lights on. You guys know out here. I mean, you, I don't know if you have seen your electric bill, but it's pretty startling. Um, so if you're going to, if you're going to turn the key, you got to have a plan, you know? Um, yeah. and so we just have to figure out the best way to make money with what we've got and we're a scrappy little crew. So that's what we're going to try. Yeah. To say you are a busy person is an understatement. Oh, no, that's like. okay. Everybody, everybody's busy. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't like to be that busy person. Yeah. But yeah, we've got a lot on our plate. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, and we were, we were talking earlier about how running a restaurant is like dealing with a constant crisis, yes. sort of, and yeah, putting out, always having a little fire or some crisis to deal with. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know how much until until we got into it. And even if it weren't just the restaurant, but then add on COVID and it's an old building and there's just a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of stuff that comes with it. But I, I try to look at it as an opportunity the best I can without being too, you know, rosy. Um, you know, if if COVID wouldn't have hit, we wouldn't have an outdoor dining area. We, you know, mm -hmm. we employed the staff to build that um, with our bare hands. That was pretty fun. And you know, usually out of out of chaos comes something. So you you know, I, most of the great ideas come when something when a bad thing forces you to think outside your normal box. And we've had a lot of really fun ideas, and I'm really proud of the staff for how they've gotten creative. I know it's love when it ain't. I know when it don't feel the same. I know a clear day when it's black I know my way when I'm on track And you know that it's a shame To know it's love when it ain't I know it's good when it's bad When all I want is all I
sessions from studio a we're hearing music from her new album nightshades this hour with a mix of songs from the album and some recorded live here in studio a right after the break we'll get back into some of that live performance in studio a and more from our talk with emily Hurd. don't go anywhere there's more music coming up this hour on sessions from studio a i'm spencer tritt and this is sessions from studio a Our special guest to this hour is Rockford musician Emily Hurd. Her new album, Nightshades, is out now on emilyhurd.com, where you can pick up a copy on vinyl. It's also streaming on Spotify, and we're hearing songs from that album performed live in Studio A this hour. Let's keep the music going now with another one from that live performance. This is Emily Hurd on Sessions from Studio A. So this tune uh, is called Be My Nobody, and I, I wrote the song, and I felt a lot of feelings, and I brought it in to play with the guys at this socially distanced recording live session that we made a record out of. And um, I loved the way they did it. It was, it was dual electric guitars, sounded like an old Stones tune, and I, I liked the way it got produced, and then we were listening to it afterwards, and I just kind of missed the folkiness of it. Um, you know, I, I'm, in, I'm in songwriting for the words, um, I don't think I'll ever be the greatest piano player or guitar player. I, I don't think I'm very good at singing, but I, I really like the art of putting the words together. I think everyone's in writing for a different reason. So we stripped it all down. I went back in uh, with just me and the uh, uh, resonating resonator guitar player, and um, we recut it, and I like it a lot better. So you can catch the gist of it on the piano, too. It's a, it's a tune for people that like to say, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. If you happen to be an I'm fine person, it's tune is for you. The first time you cry and no one's home, you wipe your eyes and turn to stone. You turn down lights, you turn off phones, and you turn the bloody page. I wept till it don't hurt a bit. I think I've got the hang of it. I'm ready as I've ever been. If no one comes my way Well, I'd fill a book Cover to cover With how much I don't need a lover And if you look You will discover I'm happy being free Well, I paid my dues Over and over And I'm all clear For pushing clovers Before I do Would you come over and be nobody to me? You'd be nobody to me. 
first time you fall and no one's there you punch the wall and no one cares you stand up tall and you earn the very legs you stand My nobody is like I said a, a song for the people that uh song for the people that are always fine. Um, you know I, I didn't I didn't always have an easy time expressing myself outside of song. Song was always very good for me to express myself, but outside it was difficult, especially when it came to finding somebody to say, "Hey, I like you," or "Hey, even worse, even harder than I like you is want to be my friend." Um, especially as we get older, right? It's mm-hmm. difficult to meet somebody that you think you might be friends with, or you might whatever, and um, you just don't know how to do that as a middle-aged person. Anyhow. Um, this was a song like, "Hey, I'm pretty broken. I've, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty lost. I'm, I'm, I'm fine." However, that said, if you can see past these words that I'm saying to you that everything is fine, I'd really love it if you'd like to come over and hang out. Mm. Um, which is how I was when I when I met my husband. I mean, we were just awful trying to get together. We very clearly <laughs> loved each other, and man, was it! It must have been from a fly on the wall. Just terrible to watch because we really couldn't communicate those things. And I don't know, sometimes I get nostalgic for that, that time, the way that I was. And I, I really found some good words to talk about that. And I thought it was a clever way to say it. So that's what that tune is about. And I thought maybe there'd be some other people that could, that felt that feeling too. We were talking a little bit about, um, Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential and the Culinary Underbelly, I think is the other yeah. the title of it. And this next song, Underbelly, is kind of about that um, that side you don't see in the, the mm. restaurant business. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this one? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's just, uh, without sounding judgmental of people who try to present a, a, a face of perfection or um, status or anything, you can't move in that. There's no connection in that, right? We connect through our flaws and we connect through our uh, differences and our willingness to be vulnerable with each other. And um, one of the great things about being in a restaurant, I mean, we have seen each other at our, I mean, half of us are back there. I mean, very clean, but also in sweatpants, we're flinging hot things around. We're covered in, you know, grease and masks. And I mean, it is just a a crazy world. So talk about seeing humans at your most vulnerable and how there's a reason, you know, you call restaurant family, your family, you're very close with them. You're working very close with them. And it's hard 
this world that I'm living in right now where we're all so very close to then move into a world where people want to present without allowing themselves to be vulnerable. So, you know, there's lines in that tune about, I get so lonely being out here alone. Am I the only one not throwing a stone? Like we are doing so much casting of aspersions on each other right now. We have a living such call out culture as if you're better than me or I'm better than you or I gotcha or look at how I made you not line up or oh, wow, you you're, you sure uh, were hypocritical in that moment. Man, it's just exhausting. It's better just to all admit we're a bunch of flawed souls walking around and be over it because just trying to pick up, pick people apart is silly. I, I prefer to be a part of my motley crew of people that own their flaws and aren't trying to be better than anyone else. So that's what that tune is about. So when I was putting together um, a lot of songs, I'd been it'd been a couple years since I'd written a record because I I mean I'd written a lot of songs but put out a record uh, because I started this restaurant and music kind of got moved into some corners and late nights and places I could fit it in, but I had found about forty tunes that I'd written over the last two years and and you know tried to put together a good group of them. I narrowed it down to twenty five and then we brought fourteen into the studio and. Uh, this song we recorded but didn't make the cut on the 10-song uh, record just because the mood was different, and um, I think I'd like to put out another one with some of these other songs. Um, I really like this song a lot, um, and I can't wait to put it out to the world, but this is just a little preview, I guess. Um, it's a song about the <laughs> all us people with our boots on the ground, not trying to be special, not trying to get it all right, not trying to be perfect. Um, just trying to make our make our little living and be who we are and uh, the imperfect humans that we are. And um, that's what this tune is about. So for all of you guys, maybe working in restaurants right now, it was about us. So it's a song called Underbelly. Oh, how I've tried, but I have nothing left to hide. I dive into the dives that no My demons are to blame But I never trusted angels anyway well, That's sun, that's nice You don't got to tell me twice But I just don't see the light without the rain And you say, that's sad Well, I ain't ashamed of that Cause nobody wanna bed down with a saint
this is a tune uh, that also didn't make the cut of the record. Really looking forward to putting it out in the world, so we'll see how it goes here on, on the radio. Um, uh, this is a tune, actually, that I wrote kind of about my husband. Um, it's a song for uh, for people who never thought they were going to get married until you met the person you were supposed to marry, and then you, and then you figured out that maybe you were the Marian type. Um, so it's a, a tune called I've Changed My Tune. And, uh, you know, I like to, um, if you're writing a happy song, I don't often like to make it sound happy with the music. I like to put a, my happy words against my, you know, minor chords. And I think it kind of makes a, a dissonance that sort of creates something a little bit more powerful than if it's just all so obvious. So here's a very creepy tune about the love of my life. Emily Heard on Sessions from Studio A. That song was called I've Changed My Tune. You can find Emily Heard's new album, Nightshades, out now on emilyheard.com and streaming on Spotify. We'll be right back with more music from the Rockford singer-songwriter when Sessions from Studio A returns. Welcome back to Sessions from Studio A. Our guest this hour is the multi-talented Emily Hurd. She's a singer-songwriter 
and also chef and restaurant owner of the Norwegian in Rockford. She released a new album, Nightshades, in 2020. We've been hearing music from that recorded live in Studio A. And we're going to take things out of Studio A for these next couple tracks and hear a few from the album with the full instrumentation. From her new album, Nightshades, this is I Just Need a Friend by Emily Hurd. Don't come in with manners Don't come in with tricks Don't come in with answers There's nothing here to fix Just come in the front door There's no need to pretend I don't need a hero I just need a friend Don't come with a diamond Don't come with a rose Don't come in here hiding under fancy clothes Meet me in the darkness where the colors blend I don't need a hero, I just need friends If you've come above me, I'll be better off alone Without sin, don't come on good behavior. There's no prize to win. Just pour us a drink, my dear. Sir, right here again. I don't need a hero. Dry to their 
hearing Emily Hurd on Sessions from Studio A. That last song was called Here in the Shadows off her new album Nightshades. We have time for one more song tonight from her live performance in Studio A, but before we hear that, I asked Emily to tell us a little bit more about the writing and production process that went into making this new record, Nightshades. When did this start coming together? Well, uh... It was at first going to be called Nocturnes for Nightshades, and it was going to be, uh, you know, a nightshade plant is one that, you know, grows in, mm-hmm. in the dark. There's other things that go along with that, but I, I liked that, the idea that this is growing and blooming in, in the nighttime. And then, uh, you know, people told me that was too much to say. I just needed to shorten it, so I shortened it to Nightshades. But it was a, a record for people that, you know, here we were faced with this terrible um, circumstance and found we, we were all trying to find ways to bloom through it all, and I, I kind of liked that it, resonated with me and sometimes you make album names and you don't they don't mean a darn thing but this case this case it did and and I thought it was kind of clever and like I said it was it was uh it just fit it fit the collection of tunes that I had kind of put together so yeah I kind of hit breaking point with the restaurant I think I'd worked like 90 days straight or something crazy and uh before COVID I went to uh Colorado I rented myself a cabin and uh, got the keyboard and just sat there and wrote for a while because I just needed it. For me, uh, songwriting is uh, the practice of it um, is what I'm into. I, it's like a, it's a practice that my body and like mind miss when it's not there. I think it's probably like exercise for a lot of people. They just miss going to the gym. For me, it's a missing of that practice and I couldn't do it with the kids and I couldn't do it with the restaurant and sometimes you just got to get a thousand miles away to be able to get quiet and that's the case for me so um that's what I did and that's where things kind of started and then they just kept snowballing from there talking about songwriting as a practice like you said is it is that the way you look at writing lyrics do you sort of just have lyrics pop in your head from time to time or is it more like you have to sit down and dedicate that alone time to writing? I think both ways. I have lyrics pop into my head and I'm absolutely that person that believes when the, when the muses are sticking a word in your head that you can't get out of um, your head, you got to go. I've really heard people say a word while we've been out at a party and I'll rush away and leave, you know, to try to write that down. Um, The other thing is though, I I will sit down with absolutely nothing except feelings and then try to get words on them. Um, Feels really good for me. I guess that's just a, a form of counseling or therapist self-therapy, you know, like what is, you know, my, my husband often asks me what's at the bottom of these feelings. And because, you know, some, some days you come home from work and you're railing about a potato that's gone rotten and you're, you're thinking this is, this potato is not worthy of your rage, Emily. What's at the bottom, (laughs) what's at the bottom of this? And we'll, you know, talk it through. And that's kind of what songwriting is as well. You know, like you're so filled with feelings and it's kind of getting to the bottom and then putting words on them. I I love that act. So it's, it's good for me. I'm assuming you wrote most of the songs just solo on the piano. Yeah. What's it like for you taking 
taking them from the solo piano composition and then bringing in the full band and adding more layers. What's that like? Well, it's not as it's not as uh, thought through as you would believe. In fact, <laughs> zero thought went into it. So what we did, my my producer friend John Abbey, he owns Kig Size Sound Labs in Chicago, and I told him I said, "Hey, I've got tunes." I want to, this is the the wrecking crew I want to put together to play on it. Should I have a rehearsal? How should we do it? And he said, I think we should choose no heads up at all. So the guy, truly, this is how it went. I picked the tunes. I knew the 14 I wanted to get through. And it was about one o'clock in the afternoon. And we sat down and we went through song by song. Some of them, we just kept the first take. I said, here's what it is. Mm -hmm. Here are the chords. Here's the vibe I want. And we just played and we were done with all 14 tunes in five hours. Wow. And we kept the ones we liked. And I know that sounds maybe lazy, but in quarantine where we were kind of talking to each other the way you and I are right now with a shower curtain in between us, um, it just felt like the best way to make something feel as live as it used to and as real as it used to. And, you know, of course, I like a slick packaged Nashville sound. I love it. I wish I could afford to do that. But if I'm not going to do that, I'd rather have, um, I'd rather have something really raw. Um, most of the time, my favorite songwriters, they put out something and then they've got a demo version or a bootleg version. I always prefer that one. And I try to remember that when I'm trying to make things too slick, when I go to listen to music, yeah. I like it raw. Yeah. And, um, and I think that just sort of fits my personality anyway. So this tune, I, I really like the words in this cause it really felt the way that I, I was feeling at the time. Um, you know, uh, I really like to feel my bad days and my good days. I'm not trying to um, escape a lot of feelings. I I know the bad days because I've had the really good days and, and vice versa. And um, I think I just wanted to write a song about that feeling of, um, you know, you got to you got to take those bad ones to know what the good ones feel like. And, and that's kind of what gratitude in life is. And so I sent this song out there like a like a prayer, just um, letting letting everybody in the world know uh this is um this is the this is the way i'm wired oh my god if you're good bowl me over please don't spare me the highs and the lows i can't live just to watch me get older in them houses they lay out in rows Love, make it sweet as molasses. If it's hate, let it burn to the floor. No rocks, keep it neat. Knock the socks right off my feet. If it shocks me, I will eat my heart out. Pour a real heavy dose. Let me feel it in my toes. If you're dealing. If you go, please go farther. T 
to New Mexico, Maine, or the sky. When you soften the hit, it gets harder. Pack a punch so I know it's goodbye. No rocks keeping neat, knock the socks right off my feet. If it shocks me, I will eat my heart out. Pour a real heavy dose, let me feel it in my toes. If you're dealing me the blows, just knock me out. Emily Heard on Sessions from Studio A. That one is going to bring an end to our show for the hour. I'd like to give a huge thanks to Emily Heard for being on the show and to you for joining us. Don't forget to check out emilyheard.com where you can download the new album Nightshades and also pick up a copy on vinyl. Also be sure to keep an eye on thenorwegian.com for info about when the restaurant will be back open for indoor dining. Definitely be sure to check out The Norwegian in Rockford as soon as you're able. Sessions from Studio A is produced at WNIJ Studios on the campus of Northern Illinois University. Production assistant is Jared Ortega. I'm Spencer Tritt. Thanks so much for joining me this week, and I will see you next time on Sessions from Studio A. What a